0: What's going on guys, AJ here back again with another episode of the E1B2 podcast. I wanna talk about decision-making process. I'm gonna walk you through a couple models, frameworks that I feel throughout my experience, throughout my life, throughout what I've observed, what I've researched, what I've studied, uh, a lot of leaders do when it comes to decision-making process and frameworks and how it actually impacts the employee experience. So I'm gonna walk you through a couple leaders that I've been around, good, bad, or and indifferent. Um, one of my most recent leaders, they, they, would, pres- they, they would act as, the, as if they wanted to hear new ideas from the, their employees, from their direct reports. They would act as if they were excited and enthusiastic about those ideas. But what they would actually do is once they would get the context of the idea, if it didn't sound right in their gut or it sound right in their gut, if it didn't feel right in their gut if it didn't hit a certain part of their body and their brain, and if it didn't feel like it was the necessary right move at an initial point, they wouldn't live into it. They wouldn't ask more questions. I'm a huge fan of Galen Emmanuel, who talks a lot about the question of tell me more about that. Like he, he leans into things that he does not immediately understand or ideas that are not inherently clear to him because he wants to number one, give the employee the respect to really clear up their ideas because not a lot of people immediately present all of the context in the beginning in such a sound and succinct way. And he also leans into that because he genuinely wants to try to find the silver linings and the, uh, and the amazing factors of the idea that maybe are not clear up front. And so for the leader that I'm particularly talking about, he would do none of that. He would hear the idea and within moments, he would immediately make the objective decision that he did or did not like the idea. And he would inevitably go with what he knew. He would inevitably go with what was in his subconscious, what was in his memory banks, what was in his uh, his reality. So, for instance, if there was an idea that I presented around a branding and marketing initiative or if there was an idea that I presented around a partnership that we should make and how it will provide us long term success, if that particular leader did not understand the idea, it would frustrate him. And when it would frustrate him, it would come off in his face. It would come off in his body language. And then when it would come off in his face and his body language and his tonality, it would actually make the person presenting the idea feel dumb, feel wrong, feel ignorant, feel sad, feel uncomfortable, which would obviously lead to the threat response going off in their brain, which would lead to a lack and a drop off of innovation and, the, and, and clarity and and, 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 and objectivity, and then what would actually lead to them either shutting down the pitch or, um, or just finishing out the pitch in a very half-assed way because they knew, she knew, he knew that the idea was not getting across and inevitably that leader was gonna do what they wanted to do anyway. And so I don't necessarily know what that type of leader is but I know they are out there. I know for a fact there are leaders that will allow you to present ideas just because. There are leaders out there that will allow you to ask ideas <clears throat> or present ideas because they think they're doing a tact in the culture dynamic and, and building autonomy. But what they're really doing is they're going through the tact with the idea and the perspective in their head. They already know what they're going to do. They are They have already made their mind up. They're just going through the motions. And that is the type of leader that i am not a big fan of Um, i think there's a lot of holes in that concept i think there's a lot of holes in that framework i think there's a lot of deficiencies in that because number one you cannot find the silver linings there is no way possible you can find the silver linings in an idea if you already have in your mind and your subconscious and your memory banks and your and everything that you're thinking that this is going to be what it's going to be and i'm going to do what i have to do and i'm not listening and I'm just kind of checking a box and allowing them to explain and talk about what they want to talk about. Another reason why I don't think it's a good idea is it doesn't make anyone that you're working with feel good. Once you do this a couple of times, your, leader, your employees will immediately know what your response is going to be. Thus, they will start to bring up half-ass examples and ideas. They will start to present bullshit concepts to you because they just want to get through the day and check their own box. Like if you're the director of marketing or if you're a director of operations or if you have some sort of a role where it is kind of your job to refine process, to improve process, to get things done in a better way, you're going to check that box just to check it. But what you're actually probably really going to do is you're going to go about it, go through the motions and get it out of your system because you already know your day to day role is actually not going to be hindered or affected. Based off of a good idea, bad idea, or an indifferent idea, because the leader's not listening to your idea anyway. And so I guess the tip that I would give to leaders in the reverse that I would try to ask a leader to do is do not do that. Number one, understand the negative effects that that I just explained that would actually happen to the employee, to the overall productivity of the company. What I would ask you guys to do, what I would employ you guys to do is think of it from this lens. If you already know in your head that you have the most context in the room of what's going to get the job done, I hate to say this, then just get the shit done. Just don't even ask, you know, in the in the recruiting and hiring process, find someone that and this is not a knock on anyone that does this. Find someone that is looking for more of a robotic day to day, month to month, year to year role where there's not too much innovation they need. They just want to get in, do their job and punch out. I know a lot of people like that. My mom's like that. My girlfriend's like that. People that I care about and love are like that. They had no problem getting in there, getting their job done, and getting out and so if you're the type of leader right now that you know for a fact for whatever reason and we're not going to dive into it right now that you are not a fan of getting a bunch of context because you know in your heart right now you have the most context needed you have the most ideas needed to be able to execute an idea and you're just going through the motions to check a box because you want to keep morale high understand that you're not keeping morale high and then number two don't even go, go about that action when you're putting together your team and when you're reworking or restructuring your team, make sure you have people in your own section of your company around you that are just doers that will just execute your vision, execute your plan, and don't ask them to add anything to the to the to the idea. Don't add them to ask any add anything to the concept because obviously you're not going to take that feedback. Obviously, they're going to inevitably get hurt in the process, not feel motivated and excited in the process, which can lead to them quitting, which can lead to them calling out a lot, which can lead to them not giving it their all and their productivity will drop, which can lead to People like me who actually want to have an input, arguing and fighting and pushing against you, which could cause morale, which could cause friction and uh, and issues within the internal culture and a day-to-day perspective. There's a lot of bad that can happen from that. So if you know, I guess what I'm really trying to say is have some self-awareness as a, as a leader. If you know who you are as a leader, good, bad, or indifferent, and you're not ready to change, live into that for a moment and don't hurt people along the process Find individuals that are just doers that will just get the shit done and keep it like that. Now, I hope that you listen to this podcast and you know differently. I hope that I've inspired you to change your behavior. I hope that I've inspired you to say, you know what? Maybe I should allow them to maybe like another thing that I'm even thinking as well is, you know, the real reason why I don't think leaders like this are as open to hearing the ideas in the present time. It's not that. It's probably not always that they have the context or the ideas in their head. It could be the timing. It could be the time, uh, like the, the, the format of the communication. Like maybe they don't want to be pitched like it's American Idol, <laughs> right? Like maybe they are the type of leader that likes to get long form emails that they can look over you know, while they're in bed and their wife is reading a book and they're kind of looking through their emails at the end of the night. Maybe they're the type of leader that likes a pitch deck. Maybe they're a the type of leader that does like that big presentation. Maybe they're the type of leader that needs something like they need case studies. They need examples and references. Like that's even another thing that I think I just thought about on the spot that I know I have witnessed is if you're a leader that immediately goes to just what you think is best, try to figure out why you think that. Because it's probably not that you're a bad guy or a bad girl. It's probably because you are not happy with the way that the ideas are being executed from a communication standpoint. So that's just another ancillary tip that I'll throw out there to have people think about. But at the end of the day, uh, if you're doing anything that I said on this podcast today, please don't do it. If you are, though, try to not hurt your employees in the process. Allow them to... Uh, either a leave the company because that's not the type of culture they want to be in and just be upfront about it or b if you happen to have people that are doers that don't need to have any autonomy throughout the process and they'll just execute your idea that allow them to do that and rework your process where you're not having them stand up there and present ideas that you're not going to listen to just kind of make it more of a an execution model where you're dictating what happens and you have people that will do that job and that's what it's going to be and uh refer back to this podcast when you're ready to change, uh, because I don't think that is how you're going to make the biggest brand or the most productive brand and the most inclusive culture. But, uh, who am I? I'm just one guy that's talking and knowing this podcast, trying to give a couple tips. So, um, uh, that's, uh, yeah, I think that's, that's, that's all I have to say. And I think, um, I think there's some value there and I think, uh, If 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 more leaders listen to this podcast and really internalize what I'm saying, I think there's some there's some gold nuggets there that you guys can um, figure out how to implement in your day to day life and your day to day business. So think about it. Let me know. And we'll talk soon.